All right, welcome everyone to our second podcast. Hi. Hello out there. Hi. Once again, Arnez. Janet. Janet. Janet Neighborough. <laughs> My social is. <laughs> Sorry, we're just having the giggles all night. Yes. I'm um, glad to have you guys back. Um, I'm glad you guys decided to follow through and see what we have to offer. Um, tonight, we're actually going to be tonight, today. Tonight, whenever you're watching this, day, night. Yeah, wherever you are in the world. Um, we're going to be talking about parental issues. Um, something that's very near and dear to both you and my heart. Yeah. And I think for a lot of viewers out there, um, we may be going through so much with our parents. Uh, good, bad, ugly, uh, beautiful, um, all of that. So we, we want to touch on a, a couple topics today, right? So yeah. I think we're going to talk about... Um, care for or care by parents oh look we have a little cameo <laughs> appearance by drogo drogo um but yeah you know definitely want to talk about that let's talk about minority what we definitely want to get into is mm -hmm. the differences between a western type upbringing and our relationship with uh, parents versus a much more cultural or minority um kind yeah. of approach to that yeah so definitely very intrigued um, to to see what Latinos and Hispanics. I think there's a lot of overlays that right. um, we kind of share in the Polynesian community as well. Yeah, um, I guess mm. for us, it's basically um, you don't get to leave the house when you're 18. You get to leave the house when you <laughs> get married or you get pregnant. But I mean, or get kicked out, but not really you, kicked out, yeah, right? Mm -hmm, yeah, exactly. And if you do end up leaving before, it's like taboo. It's like oh, forbidden. Like you shouldn't do that like doing wrong towards your parents or your elders yeah i think that that's the same way in um polynesian households and for those unfamiliar with i guess we should define polynesian and uh, latino and hispanic and just really talk about the differences uh, polynesian when i speak broadly about polynesia it's um samoa tonga we have maori from new zealand we have hawaiians uh tahitians we have um, some of the uh, other islands tokelawans tuvaluans um, you have your walesians uva futuna so that's kind of like um, who I talk about. Oh, Cook Islanders, uh, don't want to forget them. Uh, but that's who I kind of speak about when I say Polynesians. Um, more broadly, for my understanding, the Samoan um, upbringing, because that's what I was brought up as. And yeah. Latinos. It's like So who, like, who... Can we break that down? Because yeah. that's another one, too, I think... Maybe in our next episode, yeah. we'll talk about Latino, Latino and Hispanic, Hispanic. And all that. Because Be some... Latin countries do not like, like to be associated as Latino yep. or Latinx or Hispanic. Yeah. Um, so there's just that differential. Um, but back to the subject at hand, um, it's the same way in the Polynesian community um, or upbringing where you're not allowed to leave <laughs> um, unless you get married or right. um, you happen to just run away because you get tired of it. But then it's shame on your family, shame on you. Who the hell do you think you are type deal? Yeah. Um, where it's very, very new, this whole idea, um, you know, being raised in America or some of these other uh, countries outside of our own, right. uh, we start adapting to, to those social norms. And mm -hmm. we were talking about it earlier. I think the biggest difference between our cultures and the American one, because again, we live here, right. so we're going to speak on behalf of the Americans, yes. right? Um, specifically white. Right. So, we, you know, what we what we see is with white families, um, they're all about individuality. Right. Right. At mm -hmm. 
the age of 18, um, we want you to be uh, individuals and you're an adult. Find a, you know, find your own way type deal. Yeah. Um, it's out of the house. You know, it's kind right. of that given, you know, you're going to leave this house at 18. Figure it out. And it's like you <laughs> see it in movies. You see it on TV. And like, and for us, I mean, for us, I mean, like Mexicans, yeah. it's not the norm like no. that does not happen like yeah. that's funny go ahead and try it <laughs> <laughs> it's like you want to leave where where are you going yeah, to go try it <laughs> yeah and uh, you know I, I remember when i first i first moved out when i was what 26 okay um i was always so envious of my little sisters you know being the oldest i thought i was going to be eldest oldest mm -hmm. um i thought i was going to be the first to leave the house um but you know being culturally bound as an elder um child um or eldest child and the male like you're supposed to take care of your family you know your parents and just that that guilt i think that's the biggest thing with our i i think with many cultures especially it's ours it's the guilt yeah they will guilt you into why are you leaving so you don't care about your parents you don't yeah. care about us uh -huh. um and to this day i still hear um you don't care about your mom you know you know my dad is uh, since passed but um i would definitely hear it all the time you don't care about your parents why did you leave why don't you move back? Yeah, and <laughs> I hear it from my family all the time because I left when I was, um, I think I was 20. My parents moved Go. away and I was like, I'm not going. Sorry. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, And I heard it from all family members near and dear and people who I haven't heard from in a very long time calling me up, texting me, calling my mom. Hey, your mom's sick. Why are you leaving? Do you not love her? You're the youngest. Oh. You're a woman. You should not leave as a woman your job to take care of your parents it's your duty yeah and i think it's like an unwritten oh for rule. sure yeah oh, for sure you have to take care of your parents yeah yeah and i think that's the biggest thing is you know even to this day you know i think i get a lot of people who uh don't understand well why do you pay for where your parents stay you know what i mean um you're not living there so why is it your responsibility well again you know we were raised you know our parents what did they always say I spent all this time, all these years, clothing you, feeding you, putting you through school, taking care of you and your siblings. Now it's your turn. Yeah. What are you going to do for us for, you know, what we did for you? Exactly. Um, so I definitely always remember that growing up. It's, you know, you promised us this. When are you going to fulfill that promise? You know what I mean? You told us this. And so um, there's a lot of pressure there. You it know what is. I mean? I think it's one of those things that growing up a lot of times in our minds because i know we don't say it out loud yeah. but fear of getting our soul smacked out of us right <laughs> <laughs> but it's like we wish we were white you know what i mean yeah to all my white friends out there y'all were lucky okay because you guys in our eyes had it easy yeah. um as much as your parents push you guys out to be independent they still offered some kind of support you know let me buy you a car shoot i didn't get my first car until i graduated high school you know I've always wanted a car. Yeah. Wasn't fortunate, but it's okay. You know what I mean? I think a lot of those things are life lessons that, you know, generation by generation, we want to give our kids and then they want to give their kids a better life than they've, yeah. you know, that are, than their parents had, you know? And yeah. Again, I don't think I had a horrible life. I love every single part of my life. Same. Um, I never, ever considered myself poor in anything. You know what I mean? No. Even though we had never had money. Yeah. Our parents made do with a household full of people yeah you know, siblings 
family that visited stayed but i mean like looking back you're like wow that was not normal but as a kid you're like oh this is normal normal. everybody lives like this right (laughs) you guys don't have 500 cousins like white people are like you only have two cousins what (laughs) that's a thing (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah right yeah it's crazy but i i feel like it's a great uh that's one of the things we definitely want to hear back you know from from all of our viewers out there what are the norms in your culture? What are the norms? And even for those in our, in our Samoan and Mexican communities, like what reminds you of your upbringing? What's your favorite memory? And what's your um, scarred memory, I guess? You know what I mean? Because yeah. I think to some degree, we're pretty scarred with a lot of different things, right? But yeah. it's embedded in us. And I think it's part of our duty. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't look at it as a burden, even though in Western society, it's, it's, it's a burden. It's a burden, yeah. Because everyone should be responsible for themselves, where for us, we look at it as it's a privilege and a duty. And, you know, for, again, I just mentioned my dad passing. I think um, it puts a lot of things into perspective, you know, having your parents um, around and being able to do for them don't wait until they're gone to yeah. to buy them flowers or to take them food or to go visit with them. You know, um, that's one thing that I don't want to say I regret because I feel like I spent a good amount of time. But in my latter years where I've been on my own working two different jobs type deal, um, I found that I wasn't spending not as much time with my parents as I would love to. have. Right. You know, and so I would try to make that up by taking them on trips or trying to make do. Yeah. Um, but. 2020 quickly reminded us that appreciate what you have you know what i mean so yeah um so yeah something else that i want to talk about not this podcast maybe the uh, next one but it's about us as the first generation and that unspoken rule about taking care of our parents with that we also have siblings most of us have a shit ton of siblings Mm -hmm. um and where does that lie as the oldest one eldest you oh no it was was just land (laughs) (laughs) as the eldest you know it's like unspoken but you need to take care of everybody Mm -hmm. and you take on all this weight on your shoulders oh for sure and sometimes as the youngest you take on all the weight and it's like okay well sorry and that's something that i i would love to talk about like is it just mexicans or it doesn't happen everywhere or i I think at some point when we get to that um lovely podcast um there's a shift of duty there's a shift of responsibility Mm -hmm. you know where it goes from the eldest to now it becomes the youngest girl right um and i think there's a lot of overlays and a lot of um, similarities that we have in our in our you know our cultures and our upbringing um that um would shed some light on that um because it's it's tough you know what i mean like a lot of that cultural expectation um put on oh oh, he's he's a little aggressive encore um but yeah you know definitely worth getting into because again that where do you fall in the hierarchy who does what um or is it something that's communicated cross board you know, across the board that everyone should equally kind of take it, take on. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, yeah. And then like really talking around, you mentioned earlier, kind of like the only out that you have when, (laughs) with our parents, you know, from living with them is really marriage or, um, what was the other one that we said? Getting pregnant. (laughs) That one one is getting pregnant and then they (laughs) kick you out because it's like shame on your family. Uh Uh-huh. 
Um, you're gonna go stay with our relatives somewhere else. You know what I mean? Sending you back to, to Mexico. <laughs> By the way, we're for both from Oaxaca. We're from Oaxaca. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a that's a huge one. Like I uh, I remember vividly me and one of my best friends. Um, <laughs> both were like, you know what? I think we should actually get married. That way, we both. <laughs> get to leave our homes <laughs> and then we can live our own separate lives with the understanding that we're going to do our own thing. Like right. it was totally a thing. Cause, um, we both are from like, you know, she's half white, half Samoan. Um, and I'm Samoan and we're like, this is, this is the out. We know that our parents would not be opposed to us moving out our own because we're married, right. you know? And it, it just, is so funny to think back to how you plot to <laughs> want to it's, live on your own because you know again we come from this collective and everything is done as a collective that you want a piece of individuality you do you know and kind of that independence that apart from your family you know? don't get me wrong it's beautiful i love living on my own i love my privacy but i miss it i know <laughs> I mean, I don't think I could ever live with no. family ever again. Sorry, I love you guys, but same. Um, but it's just there's something about having your own space, having your own bubble, having to do things on your own. Like you learned everything that you need to do from your parents or how they want you to do it, but then you discover how you like things done. Right. Um, and that's where life lessons come into play, and this is where marriage comes into play, and so. Um, next question that we have right. that uh, kind of like a burning question because like it was a very interesting topic that we we kind of discussed is how much does your parents or do your parents interfere in your personal life slash marriage slash relationship right so um, this is a great one and I think I kind of talked to you earlier there's a whole lot of buzz going on right now with 90 day fiance with Kalani and Asuelo especially in the Samoan community um, and especially for non-Samoans who are questioning how Samoan relationships really are, you know, because a little snippet of, I don't watch the show. Um, I just see a lot of friends post about it and a lot of um, just stories people post about. I'll probably add a clip. Yeah. I'll add a clip in between so we can kind of see what yes. it is that we're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We'll so add a clip. Definitely add a clip about the whole give me money, give me money. Now the Aswelli's mom wants him to divorce Kalani, his wife. And she says she doesn't care about the kids. She just wants her son to give her, her money or move back to Samoa to take care of her. Back home, we got to put our parents first no matter we're married. We're supposed to take care of them and send money no matter what. Well, do you send money home? It's none of your business. It is my we business. We are asking my son. Just leave my daughter alone. Yeah. Um, so in that respect, how do like Mexicans treat that? Like how much do they interfere? Um, are they as blunt as to say things like that? Or is there some, some kind of boundaries? Honestly, I think it just depends on your <clears throat> suegra. Like if you get lucky or not, it just depends. Cause I mean, for the most part, I think it's kind of like once your son moves my aunt used to have a saying that once your son leaves with his wife or whatever, that's no longer your son. That mm. is, he's married and now the owner of as fucked up as it sounds is yeah. his wife and whatever. And whenever you want to talk to him or see him, then that you have to basically ask the wife. But it's so hard because that creates so much conflict. It you does. know what I mean? And it's like, especially when you have some headstrong sisters or 
moms out there, right? We have a Korean um, co-worker and she was talking to me and she basically said, your boyfriend, does he have an older sister? And he's like, well, she's a year older than me. He's like, okay, well, in our culture, you need to respect her. You don't want that. If you're going to get married with somebody, you want somebody who's either a single child or has a sister who's younger because mm. then she'll basically be ahead like on top of you and yeah. she'll tell you what to do i'm like yeah. oh no <laughs> yeah see that's it's crazy to hear that because like right. um there's and then to hear that about um you know mexicans and for us like i, I think i i talked a little bit about this with you um but in the Samoan culture like especially now with religion and everything i don't know if it's a cultural thing but once you get married you actually go live with the the wife's family you're to take care of the wife's family and i think you know, that really derives from also the Bible, you know, where you belong to the wife's family now, where you take care of your wife and her family. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> but I know in the Tongan community, um, very similar to the whole sister thing, I think it's the dad's oldest sister, um, oh. which they call their fahu, um, which kind of really dictates a lot of that stuff. You know what I mean? And um, it's that's the where the respect goes. Right. Very similar to what. um uh, you mentioned about the Korean culture, um, where the older sister, where for us, like everything is male driven. Right. Um, but that there's a sacred bond between brother and sister, which we definitely will get into as well. Yeah. Um, but I, th I think it's, did we go off topic a little bit? Cause I feel like we're talking, I, like I love it. Uh, <laughs> we have so much stuff to talk about. Um, but let's get back on topic okay, real yes, quick yes, um, uh -huh. around, um, how much do they get involved? Right. I think with, with someone, moms are very involved. I know my mom is very, very involved. And, um, and for those that know my mom, she's very, very outspoken, blunt, um, honest, but very, very loving. You know, there's two sides to my mom. She either hates you or she loves you. Um, and if she hates you, she'll tell you why. Um, and um, it could definitely create a conversation and create a starting point or she loves you. You know what I mean? Right. But the one thing that I love about my mom, and I think that's kind of where I learned it from, too, is um, to not be phony. Don't be fake. I think the world deserves the true you um, and to be desensitized to a lot of emotion, to, to, to that hurt, right? That ego that gets involved. It's, it's not really ego. It's just, hey, these are the facts. This is what I don't like. Um, where I'm not as blunt as my mom. <laughs> um, I'll definitely talk about facts. I'm all about facts. I have said this to anyone that comes into my life. Remove the emotion. Let's talk about it objectively. Yeah. If there's something that you want to talk about, remove that emotion first because when it happens, you're, you're going to react out of emotion, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but once you literally have settled and, you know, had time to think about it, um, and th this goes for parents too, you know, as much as we want to talk back, we can't talk back. You know what I mean? We're not allowed to talk back to our parents. Um, no matter how old you are, they will still kill you. Oh, yeah. Like legit. And so um, no matter how involved they get, you just let them and then you just have to correct it in your own respectful way. Right. Of course. So, <clears throat> ooh. Oh, I know. A little dry there. Um, but yeah, We're I think good on time. Look at that. <laughs> I just burped a little oh, bit. Oh, I didn't hear you. <laughs> I was like, what's going on over there? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think those are some really great topics that we would love to get some feedback as far right. as um, how involved people get. And I want to hear some some stories. I mean, share them. You know, we want to hear it. Good, bad, the ugly. Like I said, I, I want the truth out there. It's, it's great to kind of acknowledge that and just uh, kind of get that out there. 
because uh, it creates some really good conversation. And, it, you know, in the adverse position, the in-law that feels like, what the hell did I get myself into? Yeah. Right. Like, what the hell did I get myself into? I didn't marry your mom. I didn't marry your family. But I think in the Samoan culture, that's why they always say marry someone of Samoan descent. Or they would like you to because only a Samoan will understand what a Samoan goes through. Right. You know, um, is, which is like um, anything that comes up like a funeral, wedding, this, that and the other, because money is involved with a lot of different things. But we're such a family unit that we take care of each other. Right. right. And for those that don't understand the culture, it's going to be a huge culture shock. Right. And they may they may not like it. They may have things that they have to say about it, but it's hard because our culture is founded on respect and you never speak up against elders. Right. So. Interesting. Yeah. You know that. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that, but that's that's cool. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else I want to. Is there anything else you want to no, add? No, I mean, I think um, that's what we have for today's we podcast. Look at that. Yeah. Like oh. we're trying to keep this, you know, pretty short and sweet for you guys. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of get some traction here to see what topics you guys want us to discuss. Mm-hmm. Some things that. We truly feel that you guys really want us to talk about that's burning, you know. Yeah, let um, us know. Yeah. Um, we're going to have Instagram, TikTok, yeah. um, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Music, hopefully, all out under OK Bye if we can. <gasps> OK Bye. OK Bye. You're definitely going to, uh, yes, yes, we may have some merch too. So mm-hmm. uh, coming soon. It's in the works. It's in the works. Yes. <laughs> but until um, then. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Um, that's all we have to say yeah okay bye (laughs) wait oh no we're not saying bye no okay no we're saying bye okay okay bye